Well, you started your Monday with Christmas, and then Christmas ended with Pickmas, and Santa Clara sounds an awful lot like Santa Claus, but Santa Claus did not spend any time in Santa Clara with the 49ers on Christmas. That was bad. No other way to say it. Tuesday, December 26th, welcome to the Damon Bruce Show. I know just about every single station, every single channel is taking the day off. No days off, baby. We are here with you, and it is good to have you here. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, this isn't going to be a very long show today. I got two kids at home. I got a a half-sick wife. I'm still half-sick. I got a full-sick mom. She rallied as best she could for the holidays, but nobody's feeling great. And nobody is feeling good about the way the 49ers played last night, nor should you, nor should you. There are, a, there, there's an awful lot to say about the game and, there, and there's almost nothing to say about the game. Five turnovers and 10 penalties is going to send you to the lost column against bad football teams, much less a good football team like the Baltimore Ravens. And the 49ers got their butts whipped along their offensive line. Brock Purdy's four interceptions, three of them, if you wanted to explain them away, had a little bit more football on them than the first interception of the night, which was just a bad throw and a bad read by Brock. But that was not a good game by any stretch of the imagination. There's no trying to reason it away or explain it away. Larry Kruger and I had what I thought was a well-reasoned, well-discussed, uh, you know, just you know, kind of going through the facts of the game. And it's not making excuses. I, I think that there's so little actual analysis, any discussion of a loss, instantly by some fans gets put into, now you're making excuses. These are not excuses. We're talking about what happened. And what happened to the Niners was not good. Full stop. The other least imaginative fan in the world, who is the, uh, there's a few of them who are going through all the YouTube shorts that we made about Brock Purdy and dropping the, this didn't age well, this didn't age well, this didn't age well, all over every positive 49er video through the entire season. Here's the good news that it seems a lot of people don't understand. The football season didn't end last night. And all the Brock critics and all the Niner haters out there can take their victory lap today, but you know what's also still very much in play? The Niners controlling their own destiny with a good possibility of being the one seed of the NFC. So how much did last night's game really hurt the Niners? Well, we'll have to check in on the Aaron Banks turf toe, on the Trent Williams groin, on the Ambry Thomas tweaked hamstring. Hopefully he's all right going forward. Hopefully Eric Armstead, who was missed, gets back into the mix soon enough. The 49ers can still have a spectacular, spectacular football season waiting for them. But as they were waiting around to make a play, they turned the ball over five times and they lose to the Ravens in what is embarrassing fashion. The game you thought you were going to get and the game you actually got were two totally different things. The Niners helped a really good team beat them. And when you help a team like Baltimore beat you, you're going to lose. And the Niners deserve to lose that game. Um, one of the things that Larry and I mentioned 
was that they're, you know, you, you want to put something on Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan totally got out coached. Well, how about this? I'll meet you in the middle of that road because I'll tell you that the 49ers lost all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams, yet they outperformed the Ravens in two of those three phases. More yards in the air, on the ground, and they gave up fewer yards than Baltimore did. The Niners, with their five turnovers, had the better offensive night. Defensively, not a great game. Didn't wrap Lamar, let Lamar run for a huge third and 16 in the second quarter, which I think really tilted the game in the Ravens' direction. Wasn't a great game for the defense, but it wasn't an awful game for the defense either. When you're holding a team that is scoring seven times in a row to a whole bunch of field goals, when you're starting, the the Ravens were starting every drive with good field position, it felt like. And the 49ers played an awful lot of bend-don't-break defense, but they still bent in the direction of the Ravens are scoring because Justin Tucker can kick a field goal in Santa Clara from SFO, basically. I mean, the guy is just one of the great kickers in the history of football. In in one of the plays where the Niners might have flipped the field a little, you got Mitch Wisnowski getting called for a roughing out of bounds. When your punter is picking up personal late hit fouls, it's just not going to be your night. So, as I've said time and time again, in... Weeks where the 49ers have won, won convincingly, and won going away. I've reminded everyone, enjoy it all while you can, because this league is built to take your success and crap on it. That's what this league does. Anybody can beat anybody. Any good team with any level of great coaching or really good quarterback play can be torn apart in any vacuum of any individual game. There have been horrific Josh Allen performances. There have been Patrick Mahomes performances that don't look anything like the Patrick Mahomes from a couple of years ago. You can say that's the talent around him. It's certainly not his fault. It's not Andy Reid's fault. Patrick Mahomes didn't forget how to be a great quarterback, nor did Andy Reid forget how to be a great coach. But if a chain is only as strong as its weakest link, that weak link has been exposed more times than often than, than not. The weak link for the 49ers yesterday was an absurd amount of penalties and turnovers, and I'm not even saying the game was poorly officiated. But any single chance they had to make a shot, they put themselves behind the eight ball. Any chance, any chance to do something in that game, they did it wrong. Excuse me. <coughs> the Spilkus stays. I hope you had a great Christmas. If you're a Bay Area sports fan, sports ruined Christmas. Because the Warriors, they, you know, a, a little bit got jobbed by a, I mean, Nikola Jokic just shot two more free throws in a game where he couldn't buy a bucket. Uh, but the uh, the NBA officials were going to get Jokic to that line and keep Curry off of it, and they damn well mission accomplished that. But the Warriors also got bad games out of clay. We'll get to the Warriors in a little bit. But the Warriors lose in Denver. The 49ers lose in Santa Clara. 
and I hope you had a Merry Christmas. I hope you plan on having a Happy New Year. I always feel like the holidays are still very much alive until we get to New Year's Eve. So I continue to wish you a happy holidays. I thank you again for an overwhelming amount of support, either through memberships that people have signed up for. And by the way, a very new member of the initiated, Becky Haley, gets welcomed today. Becky, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I see an awful lot of you, True Blue Forever, of course. Um, San Bruno Mike, the initiated, are gathering and I'll tell you, the regulars are also gathering too, and it's really great to see you. Uh, whether you're a member, whether you are in the Plus Army, uh, go ahead and hit like, hit subscribe, hit notify. It continues to grow, and basically, there aren't a lot of games in town, so I think we're going to have a good day on the channel if 49er fans want to come and suffer a little through last night's game once again. This is the place to do it. Um I heard some stations have put their program directors on the air. That's not good. Oh, boy, that's not good. But it's great to have you joining me here while I am on the air, and I thank you very, very much for doing so. I also want to come out today and thank our sponsors who've been with us from day one. Of course, my man Ike, and you have spent... The entire holidays, probably cooking up a storm, feeding your family, and now you would like someone to just bring you a sandwich. Not a sandwich of leftovers either. You want something different. Well, Ike is for you. Go ahead and download that Ike's Rewards app, and you will find that your sandwich is delicious. And what do you know? Probably delivered to you because that is available. Start eating your way towards free sandwiches with my man, Ike. Download that Ike's Reward app. Start earning your way to free sandwiches when you get into 2024. It's going to be a whole new year. Um, we want to always thank our pals, Uncle Boys. I was sick Friday, didn't do the normal show where we do a good for ball, bad for ball, Uncle Boys. I saw you in the chat uh, at, at 49er post game last night. And I thank you very much for everything you do to support the channel. We love you, Uncle Boys. We absolutely love mybookie.ag. Use promo code DAMON when you are there. And the sponsor of the postgame show itself is Dr. Paul Hughes of Hughes Orthopedics. Again, I got a really good knee. Used to be a bad knee. Now it's a good knee. He can turn your bad knee into good knee without surgery. Go to orthopedicsurgeries.com. If you want to possibly avoid an orthopedic surgery, his offices are in San Mateo. Check Dr. Paul Hughes out. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to all of our members. Thank you to everyone who is a part of this true community. And the community needs a little hug right now, right? A lot of people hugging each other because it just didn't go well. It just didn't go well for the 49ers really at any point in the game. Okay, they were up two to nothing. That safety, they didn't even really record the safety as much as Lamar Jackson, who probably is the MVP now. You know, not only did the 49ers lose, Brock Purdy probably lost any argument that he will make towards MVP. Christian McCaffrey will remain alive in that conversation. But if the amount of talent around the Niners is exhibit A, why neither Brock nor Christian McCaffrey could win an MVP, the lack of talent 
around Lamar Jackson should be exhibit A of why he probably is the MVP. Because he one-man armied that shit last night. He was the best Raven on the field in any direction. Now, Patrick Queen had a great game. Roquan Smith had a really good game. Uh, Kyle Hamilton is a hell of a safety. We see that. But, man, um, Lamar Jackson just got it done with his legs, with his guile, with his his courage, uh, with his ability to make the play when it was needed the most. He doesn't make every play, but the play that is needed, boy, he finds a way to make it in the time that he needs it the most. And unfortunately, any play that might have gotten the 49ers back into the game just went wrong, and it was usually wrong to the point of a ball tipped in the air and a Ravens coming down with it. Funny bounces, bad luck, good football by the Ravens. It all went into the mix of the sloppy game that you saw. Again, 10 penalties on the Niners, and I'm not telling you that that was a poorly officiated game. It wasn't. I thought it was pretty down the middle. Um, both teams suffered from unnecessary penalties that came so far away from the action that it, it, it probably, you know, th- did the did the penalty occur? Yes, but it occurred in no man's land where nothing on the football field was happening. But everything that could go wrong against the Niners did, including their offensive line. Again, was Kyle Shanahan exposed? I didn't see Kyle throw a single interception last night. I saw George Kittle running wide open. I saw Brandon Ayuk running wide open. Uh, I saw uh, Christian McCaffrey pop for big runs. Did did Kyle maybe abandon the running game and ask his quarterback to do too much? Maybe, yes. Did that offensive line get its butt whipped? Absolutely. Like to me, that is the incomplete but in order to whip that offensive line's butt, you got to get a little bit deeper into that depth chart, and they get they get exposed. When you don't have Aaron Banks, when you don't have Trent Williams, and you are reshuffling your entire line in real time against that defense, you're in Dutch. And the Niners were. Again, True Blue says... Well, all right. Looks like everyone survived. Congratulations. Yeah, the regulars are back. Good to see you, Otis. Good to see you, AJ. Good to see you, RIP Cougar Rebel. You see Steve, Rockin' New Era 84. Lore says, Damon, I have a word about this loss. Well, in one word to explain the loss, turnovers would fit. But pick whatever word you want. I am not going to, I mean, literally, am not going to tell anyone who is angry at the way the 49ers fans, uh, the, the 49ers played last night to feel a different way. That was bad. That was bad. And I hope you had a, a great Christmas morning because Christmas night sucked. But everything you want out of this football season can still be had. If the Niners are healthy in the playoffs, it's a little bit bigger of an if this morning than it was yesterday morning. But the Niners are a really good football team that had a really bad night of football. And I'm going to tell you that really bad nights of football happen all over, all over. 
By the way, uh, we got a, a, a super chat here from San Bruno Mike. Thank you very much, Mike. What do we got going on? Let me find this bad boy. Uh, and we are going to dive into, of course, uh, uh, a little club plus here as we have a, a short show today, but it is a show today. We're not taking the day off. Michael Chan, sports don't build Christmas. They ruin it. That's great, Michael. It really is. That, that You nailed it right there. Um, again, we update you on words of wisdoms. Uh, the manscaped balls looking very good. That's good. Tingle balls. Tingle balls, tingle balls, tingle all the way. Regular Ryan had himself a mad bun from Ike's. He really liked it. It's one of the best. It's a great sandwich. Great sandwich indeed. Here's my man, San Bruno Mike. The game should have been ground and pound with field position. I think Shanahan got pass happy too early. I'm not going to disagree with you. You know, I, I think that there's a little more method to the madness than just it being madness. I thought that, you know, Kyle's had so much success with Brock throwing the ball that, you know, if we're talking about this guy being an MVP candidate, you can't say that him throwing the ball is a bad idea to fit the narrative of it was a bad night. Now, should you play to the strength and into the weakness of your opponent? Yes. And the night, the, the night screamed, run, 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 run. It's hard to keep running, running, running when you're down 21. But if you're saying he should have committed to the run even more early, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not. And I'm also going to say, where's, where, where's Jordan Mason? I mean, it's a... One or two touches or no touches night for him every night. He can't get a little bit more of the lion's share. I'll tell you, Christian McCaffrey got popped a few times in that game. And I was really happy to see him bounce back up each and every time he got popped. Ravens were out there hitting. Lights out. Hitting like the uh, Blackened Whiskey was hitting Rockin' New Era 84. He said they almost, Blackened Whiskey almost won the fight. I'm glad you're still around. Roy Boy, even Montana, threw a lot of picks. Twas one game. We'll bounce back. Well, nice seasonal use of twas. And I agree with you. The, the, the Niners are not done. The Niners have not been exposed. The Niners are not going to fold up their tent, go home, and be done with their season now. And it's going to end in embarrassing fashion. It is disappointing, however, to see the Niners step right into the they-can-only-win-one-style-of-game criticism that is maybe fair. You know, when you're 0-38 now, is that is that Shanahan's record? Shanahan has a terrible record when he goes down eight points. You know, this team does not play come-from-behind football with any level of success. They're the ultimate front-running football team. Niners come out, score on the opening drive, get a stranglehold on a game. It's theirs pretty much. You know, they don't rally, but they don't really blow leads either. So it's good to be a team that doesn't blow leads. It's also good to be a team that eventually shows you that you can win 
a different kind of a football game. And the Niners need things to go their way to get things done. You see it. You see it. We know it. It'd be We'd be lying if we said, nah, there's no truth to that. There's truth to that. Now, that truth will be rewritten when they finally do it, and you would assume that a team this good, this well beat, is finally going to win a game in which they trail by at least eight points at one time before Kyle Shanahan's tenure as head coach of the 49ers is over and done with. But it hasn't happened. Not yet. You know, it's one of those weird, riddle me why. I, I How can you explain it? It can't be explained. It can only be pointed at, and you say, well, that's not good. And it's not. It's not good. So, Roy, thank you. Again, thanks for the super chats. Getting a super chat from a member of the initiated is an extra cherry on top. Like, as far as I'm concerned, anyone who's buying a membership and rolling with me that way, you've done all you need to do in the Super Chat department. But I thank you for your generosity. And again, the support of this channel is direct support of my family. And I really appreciate you all for doing that. Again, this is the community that we have. And it's not a community that I have. We have it together. Like, this is more than just me. It's an awful lot of you making this go, too. There's no doubt about it. Albert Kwan with a little, "'Twas the night, "'Twas the morning after Pickmas, "'and Niner fans were worried. "'Their O-line was massacred, "'and Brock Purdy was scurried.'" I mean, we got a poet. A poet amongst us. Sports fan. More passing yards, more rushing yards, minus five turnover margin was on the doorstep of 33-26 game. We'll be fine. My Super Bowl expectations have not changed at all. I really don't think mine have either. Neither has a lack of confidence in Brock became the way I'm operating looking at him. I mean, the fact that Shanahan had him walk out there with three interceptions already on the night, had him walk out there with four interceptions on the night. I mean, there is a certain time where I don't care who your quarterback is. You do that, you get the hook. Kyle never wanted to give Brock the hook. Brock caught a stinger, got him out of the game. While he was out of the game, the offensive line got reshuffled, and I think Shanahan made himself a business decision that I'm not going to expose Brock Purdy on a night where nothing has really gone well to more of a pounding behind an offensive line which began questionable and has become even more questionable as the night's gone along. I think Kyle made a business decision, and I think he made the right decision. Sometimes you got to lose a battle to win a war. And sending your soldier back out into a shaky foxhole is the wrong thing to do. So I think Kyle got that right, but not much went right. Again, the first interception on Purdy was a bad throw. After that, the Baltimore Ravens are a good team and some football happened, right? You know, that second pick was a great play by a corner who was just bringing the house on a blitz. The third interception was kind of on Kittle. There were also flags being thrown all over that play. I mean, yellow hankies 
like they were being thrown out of airplanes or from the stands. They came in from everywhere. Maybe Brock thought he had a, well, I can try to force one. And it turned out the penalty was on his team and didn't get him out of the trouble that he found himself in. After George Kittle, he should have caught the ball too. Bounced off him straight up in the air. Interception. The fourth interception, Brock got his arm hit by Travis Jones as he's delivering the ball. It comes out funny, and Patrick Queen, interception. You know, you could say two of those interceptions are on offensive line not getting a passing lane established for Brock, and the other interception could have been on the tight end. The first interception was all Brock. But by the way, Brock Purdy threw the four interceptions last night. Didn't see one uh, credited to any other Niners. So they're they're on him. And he's a big boy, and he's going to wear it. And Purdy's the first to tell you, I wish I had a lot of that back. I still think the 49ers are a very good football team who had a really bad football game. I think Brock Purdy's a very good quarterback who had a really bad football game. I still think he's a really good quarterback. Everyone wants to take the last game they saw and rewrite the entire book based on that one game, disregarding all the weeks of football that brought us to this point. Everything besides a three-game losing streak before the bye week, everything's pretty much going great. Bad game against the Ravens, and you're telling me they'll never win another game? I think that's a little pearl-clutching dramatic if you don't mind me saying. We'll get more into the chats as we uh, roll along here for a little Club Plus, but I did tell Jillian, I promised her, she's got two boys upstairs that I would get upstairs to help out. Again, we got two crazy kids, one sick duchess, a a B-minus feeling host as it is. I just, I can't get the spilkus out. I can't. You ever, you ever wish you had like a mass to just suck out all the phlegm, just like a vacuum to just it all out? I wish I had one of those. I wish I had one of those. Can we talk just a little bit about the Golden State Warriors? Because we're obviously not going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants, right? I mean, we're not going to talk. There's no baseball here today. Thank God. 49ers lose, or excuse me, the Warriors lose 120-114. Um, Any time that Brandon Pajemski is the Golden State Warriors leading rebounder, everyone in that locker room should get punched once. Seriously. Brandon Pajemski is your leading rebounder. Shame on you. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, he might have gotten a little bit of foul trouble, and that's why his minutes were down. You got to have him in there because Kevon Looney just got cooked at the end of that game. Kevon cannot play at all with Nikola Jokic, and Trace Jackson Davis needs to be given the room to foul out of that game. That's a lesson for him. That's a lesson for him. Let him learn his lesson. Sometimes you got to take your medicine. Pajemski, though, Seriously, like he's on his way to quickly establishing himself as like maybe the baddest American-born white boy in this league. Pajemski has got the squabbles in him. Love him. 
Moody didn't play nearly enough. We saw way too much of Clay Thompson in a game where he could not do shit. I mean, Steve Kerr, he got all over the referees for sending Jokic eight times. Not by a bucket, but Jokic is going to the line 18 times. Steph Curry shoots one free throw. One free throw, and it was because of a lane violation or a three-second violation. It, he shot a technical free throw. He had a maybe little push off of Jokic. Jokic is selling flops like, like we're selling memberships over here. It's ridiculous. And Steve Kerr had the right to, I hope he got fined. He should have said more. His MVP gets a shit whistle every game I look at. All the time. Curry's getting grabbed and held and tugged all over the court. No whistles, never. If he doesn't have the ball, there's no chance of Steph getting an off-the-ball whistle. There's off-the-ball whistles everywhere in NBA games. Never for Steph Curry. Never. Let me turn that down. I got a... Uh... Get the box score open here and a flow progressive ad started playing. Dario Sarge had 14 points, five rebounds, an okay game. But again, if he's not hitting threes, I want to see Trace Jackson Davis in there. Uh, Draymond Green, your suspension is doing this team no favors. Uh, the whole notion of they're better without Draymond, I'm not buying that at all. Um, I, I need more minutes for Kaminga. I need more action for Kaminga. I, I need less Clay Thompson. I hate to say it. Less Clay Thompson is what this team needs on nights where you can tell he doesn't have. There's some nights recently where you can say, like, oh, Clay's, Clay, Clay's got a good game going. So leave him in that game. Unless Clay's got a good game going, stop hoping for it to become a good game. Get to Moody. Stick with Pajemski. Get. Chris Paul out there in part of your backcourt. Warriors got a real interesting stretch here. I'm going to tell you, they got, let me get the, uh, let me get the Warriors schedule coming up here. Because if they're going to do anything this season, they need to start doing it right now. They got a point in their schedule where they got a lot of home cooking coming up. One, two, three, four, five, six. The next six games, which are basically almost every other day, <coughs> Sorry. Every other day beginning on Thursday. Miami, Dallas, Orlando. That could be three losses. Followed by Denver. That could be a loss. Um, then Detroit. Detroit's got awful. And then Toronto. Better look out for that one, too. So th they need to, in these one, two, three, four, five games, you better win at least three of them. And there are at least three difficult games in there. <laughs> then they go on the road. At Chicago, at Milwaukee, at Memphis, at Utah. Then they come home, Dallas, Atlanta, Sacramento, and then the Lakers, and then the Sixers. So they got a lot of home cooking in the month of January. And if they come out of this with anything other than a really good home record in the month of January, they might not be going to the postseason. Like the time to get your shit together 
is right now, Golden State Warriors. You don't have all of the runway, all of the tarmac, all of the, um, you know, all, all the get out of jail free cards. They're all gone. They're all gone. The Warriors have pissed away any margin of error to this point in the year. So they better start playing some winning basketball, and it needs to happen during this long stretch where they've got home games. So I will be doing shows at 11 all week long. We're not going to have long ones here. I got a family. I got a little vacation. Again, hopefully my mom, who's out here for like three weeks, actually gets healthy enough to have one good week with us and not just be sick in her room. So hopefully that comes about. And I hope all of you continue to have a great holiday break. I know for many of you, it's a day off. It's a week off. It's your holiday break. So if you're just wondering what to do at 11, you don't have a meeting pulling you away from me this week more often than not. So come on and hang out with us for a little bit at 11 a.m. each and every day as we get you uh, closer to Niners Commanders. That's what's next on the schedule. Thank you very much for making what will be the most downloaded month in the history of the podcast uh, we're going to have more downloads in the month of December than any other month. We've got more views here on the channel in the month of December than any other month, like a galactic amount of more views. And it continues to build and it continues to grow. And I thank you very, very much for your support here of the Plus. It means so very much. Sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, he's gone.